Hello, my name is Albert, and welcome to another quick episode of Movies, Movies, and Movies. I've got some movie reviews to talk about, an HBO Now movie streaming recommendation to share, and I'll talk about why there is a lack of good movies based on video games. On my I Saw That Movie film review blog, which you can find on whowhatwhereswhy.com, I've got a couple movie reviews to share here. First up is American Ultra, directed by Nima Norizade, written by Max Landis, starring Jesse Eisenberg, Kristen Stewart, Topher Grace, Connie Britton, and Walton Coggins. While it can be seen as a cheaper, slacker, stoner version of The Born Identity, this movie was fun to watch, even with its somewhat ridiculous premise. The Jesse Eisenberg and Kristen Stewart relationship was worth rooting for, and the use of everyday items as weapons of death was enjoyable to watch. There's some really good action sequences to see here. I definitely enjoyed American Ultra. Up next is Hitman, Agent 47, directed by Alexander Bach, written by Skip Woods, Michael Finch, starring Rupert Friend, Hannah Ware, and Zachary Quinto. I like seeing some of the sequences that seem like they would fit great inside a video game, and Robert Friend as Agent 47 is just perfect for the role. However, the story was mostly forgettable and the action scenes are rather average. It worked well as an adaptation of a video game, but the movie itself is just meh. There are simply better action films to watch instead of Hitman Agent 47. If you only had a choice to see one of these two movies, go see American Ultra. It's simply a more fun movie to watch. You can read more of my film reviews on the I Saw That Movie blog at whowhatwhereswhy.com. For my movie streaming recommendation, I'm recommending Gone Girl, which you can watch on HBO Now. As a mystery crime drama about a wife's disappearance and her suspected husband, Gone Girl only gets more interesting as the plot unfolds. I can honestly say that the story kept me guessing as to how the movie would end, and I was loving every plot development as they played out. Director David Fincher and writer Gillian Flynn, who wrote the screenplay for her own novel this is adapted from, knew how to tell his story with a very intricate pace that kept my eyes glued to the screen. Besides the did he do it or is he innocent angle to this story, the main theme actually has a lot to do with the psychological and dynamics of a long-term relationship. I have to say that this story had a rather cynical outlook of what makes a marriage survive or fall apart, but I think the intention was leaning more towards satire. How much do you really know about the person you love, and how much are you willing to tolerate that person's flaws? Perception is also a key point into this outlook and is even excellently reflected in the movie via the opinions about this mystery that is shared by the media, law enforcement, and common folk. To help keep the story chugging along well would require the audience to be fully invested with the characters, and thankfully the whole cast is overall great in this. Rosamund Pike in particular though is rather fantastic here. Gone Girl is like the many procedural TV shows that's rolled into one big movie and will leave the viewers with many things to discuss once it's over. Excellent film, loved it. Gone Girl, watch it on HBO now. For several decades, we've seen a share of movies based on video games. From earlier movies like Tron and The Last Starfighter to more recent films like The King of Kong, A Fistful of Quarters and Wreck-It Ralph. I enjoyed all those movies I mentioned, however there is one thing about those examples. They are just movies whose plot involves the world of video games. None of those movies are actually video game adaptations. That's where the problem is right now. Most video game movies aren't very good. I'm talking 1993's Super Mario Bros., 1997's Mortal Kombat Annihilation, 2001's Lara Croft Tomb Raider, 2004's Resident Evil Apocalypse, 2009's Street Fighter The Legend of Chun-Li, 
just to name some notably horrible video game movies that I did not enjoy. Some video game movies attempt to do a more realistic version of the source material, thinking that if they ground the story to reality, it will be a better fit for a movie. It's not a bad strategy, but sometimes a realistic character that's still trapped in a video game's conceit doesn't necessarily work well together. The opposite strategy of being even more true to the video game source material isn't a sure thing either, because there are simply some gaming elements that just do not translate well to movies. Showing a scene that's lifted straight off from the video game does not automatically make a good movie. If you can't be too realistic, and if you can't be too faithful, then what's the answer? The quick answer is to honestly just make a good movie. I know, easier said than done, right? Well, let me try and put it this way. What essentially makes a video game good? Is it the story or is it the gameplay? Some video game stories are very long form and intricate, while others have a very simple premise. If a video game has a really long story, how much of it do you fit into a two hours movie? Cramming in too much story is hardly ever a good thing. Some video games have a very detailed game design, while others are very simple. If it's the gameplay design that defines the video game, then how does that properly get translated into a working story for a movie? I'm guessing those are the kinds of questions that are brought up when making a movie that is an adaptation of a video game. It really must require some great visionary to make this work, right? Well, here's the thing though. Didn't this used to be a similar problem for comic book movies? Times have changed for comic book adaptations, and a lot of them have been really good. How did they make things work? They stopped fighting the essential themes of the source material. They also chose the right comic books that could work as movies, and essentially ignored the ones that couldn't. That's what needs to happen more in video game movies as well. And there actually have been some notable examples. 1995's Mortal Kombat took the essence of the fighting game and just made a kung fu movie. 2006 Silent Hill was a horror movie, while the game was a survival horror. 2010's Prince of Persia was a fantasy-based desert adventure, which is in tune with the spirit of the game. Most recently, we have this year's Hitman Agent 47, which is an action-based thriller that captured the assassin aspects of the game. The quality of these examples are debatable, with Silent Hill arguably being the best movie of the bunch, with Agent 47 being the most average and forgetful. For the most part though, they all got it the right idea. They picked and chose what video game elements could translate well into a movie and then wrote a story that could be fully told well within two hours. They made an effort to stay true to the general theme of the game and treated the movie as they would for its specific genre. So the attempt to make a good movie that are video game adaptations is there. But why is there still a lack of good video game movies? Company politics perhaps? Maybe the video game company had prerequisites that needed to be followed to represent their video game characters, which can be a detriment for the filmmakers to implement into the movie. Maybe the movie studio just sees the video game property as a cheap crash grab and then put the proper care into creating a great movie with it. Basically, it once again comes down to just make a good movie. Video games shouldn't be an exception to that rule, but the steps it takes to get one made may seem a little bit more complicated than other adapted properties. Just look at those movies based on board games. Oh wait. Thanks for listening. My name is Albert Patrick, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. Send comments to whowhatworstwhy at gmail.com via social media or through the website. Rate and subscribe to our shows on iTunes. Check out our merchandise store and Patreon page. Music has been provided by The Y Axis. Find them at theyaxis.bandcamp.com. Until next time, this has been an episode of Movies, Movies, and Movies, which is part of the Who, What, Where's, Why.com network. 